Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Wednesday, August 30th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Headlining the news today is more Justice League Dark news. So we talked about last week how John Spates was rumored to have uh, been rewriting the script. That was sort of debunked by Humberto Gonzalez. He said that Spates worked you know, on Twitter, he said that Spates worked on the draft months ago and that he has since moved on to other projects. And so a new article yesterday from Deadline, a little more concrete here, said that, you know, they'd met with directors recently and Johnstone was one of them, Gerard Johnstone, who we talked about recently. And while they're not naming a director yet, they have hired him to fine tune or the or polish the script of Justice League Dark. Yeah, so we talked about how he was sort of in the running for being director, and I don't think that's totally out of the the picture yet, but uh, like you said, they brought him on to work on the script, so maybe he will just uh, end up just being the writer, but there's still a chance that he might end up being the director as well. Yeah, absolutely. My guess is they weren't totally wowed by his pitch, but they they liked him the best (laughs) of who they talked to, and they're like, well... We, we don't have another director right now. So if you want to try your hand at this script, go ahead. And if my guess is if they love his script, they'll give him a chance to direct. Um, if not, you know, they might just find another director and we might have another writer for it. So, you know, he's he's done some TV in the past and he's most well known for the small, low budget horror comedy film Housebound. Uh, and that's the only feature film he's directed, but he has directed and written for a lot of TV. So. Interesting. The, the article also says that Andy Muschietti was the favorite to direct, um, and probably would be. But after the the trailer for it came out, and it just got insane buzz, that film is apparently tracking really well. They want to immediately work on the sequel, so he's out of the running for it because it looks like it is going to do so well. Yeah, I'm sure Warner Brothers is not the only studio that would like him to come and direct a film because, like you said, the buzz around it is kind of crazy. Yes. Uh, but end of the day, just at least good news that um, there's still progress being made on Justice League Dark, and it looks like trying to move forward and get stuff done, which is exciting because this is one of the more unique films that I think they're working on right now and something I'm really interested to see what they do with. Uh, moving on to Suicide Squad 2 news, uh, Justin Kroll on Twitter said that it's unlikely to film until the fall of 2018. He said, so hearing at the earliest that Suicide Squad 2 won't go into production until fall 2018 because of Smith's schedule with Aladdin and Gemini. If that film doesn't even go into production till late 2018, when exactly would this Harley Joker spinoff happen? DC isn't like Marvel where actors are locked in for seven films. Does anyone think Jared and Margot would go straight into these roles again? It's just something to think about when people are people ask the likelihood of that film happening anytime soon. Yeah, well, this is a couple things here. This just serves as a reminder, all the, the news we got last week. We don't even know how long until we yeah. will see those things, if and when we will see those things. Um, but also, you know, more first up, you know, Suicide Squad 2 is likely to film before all of those things. And that because Will Smith is a busy guy, that's not going to happen at least until the fall of 2018. They're still looking for a director. Uh, so this means to me this is sort of decreases the chances of at least three films in 2019. I think, you know, the good chance for Shazam and Wonder Woman 2 is slated for December. Uh, maybe one of these other films like Justice League Dark or something could pop in 
or maybe you know something clicks qu- quickly for Matt Reeves' Batman. Um, but I still uh, definitely think we'll get at least two films, and I'm hoping for more. But this sort of might decrease the chances of that. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, like you said, we need to keep it in mind. It is really exciting when you hear about all of these projects being worked on. But again, like there's no confirmation that every single one of these is going to get made, and we don't really have any concrete concrete details about when they would be made even if they would be made. So yeah, just something to keep in mind. And last up today, we got some website feedback from David Honeycutt about Joker. We talked about last week, the the Joker standalone film. And he said, regarding your podcast about the Joker standalone film and how it could show us the Joker's origin story. A couple of years ago during rebirth, Batman asked the Mobius chair about the Joker and the chair told Batman, there are three Jokers. The movie could provide us the origin on one and leave two open for further use in the DCEU. Uh, so if you don't know if that's referring to what that's referring to, Batman was trying to figure out the identity of the Joker, if I remember correctly. And he was on Metron's Mobius chair and they told him and he was told there are actually three Jokers, which we've seen a little bit um, in Rebirth. I don't know if they've picked up on that all the way yet. Um, but what do you think about something like that? Possibly still connecting it to the DCEU, but uh, it being a different Joker one of potentially three uh i guess from my point of view we've we've talked quite a bit about this sort of separation between the dcu and maybe some of these standalone films like this joker origin story film i I don't want it too tightly coupled together because i want them to be able to tell whatever kind of story they want so if they were going to do something like this i would i would want it personally to be more of like an easter egg or just sort of deep reference that you could say, okay, it is connected to the DCU, but not like make it very, very explicitly connected. But you could say something about the Mobius chair or the number of jokers or something like that. And then people like us or people like Mr. David Honeycutt could say, oh yeah, that's that's why there's more jokers. So I guess this is sort of part of the DCU, but I don't know. I I don't think they need to do like a big sequence and set up the Mobius chair and do exposition for everybody who has no idea what it is i think that's leaning towards maybe too weird for these movies for the general audience but that's just my personal take well i mean they wouldn't necessarily have to do it with the mobius chair they could just say yeah there's going they could just show somehow there's multiple jokers out there running around gotham city um i think that would sort of you know by telling one origin and not two others that could appease some fans who don't you know who are very much anti-joker origin but i don't know from what what we know about this new banner which is next to nothing (laughs) it sounds like they want to do something completely separate and completely not have to tie it into anything have it be anything related so i know a lot of people assumed well this will open up a chance for you know the multiverse and have things uh cross over i don't i don't think and this is just me speculating from everything we've seen i don't think they want to I don't think they have any plans to cross these over, uh, at least initially. Maybe, maybe down the line, if one is super successful, and they want to see a you know Jared Leto's Joker against this new Joker, something like that. Maybe they could find a way to do that. But kind of like how Elseworld stories in the comics usually don't get brought into the main continuity, at least in a significant way. Uh, generally speaking, I don't think this would either. You know, so. It's possible, but I think they want to keep it uh, completely separate. Yeah. And while we're on that note, uh, on the Joe Rogan experience, this is 
totally random. Brendan Schaub, who's apparently a friend of Todd Phillips' agent. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is like, oh, a friend of a friend of my buddy. He seemed to know a little bit. I watched the interview. He seemed to know a little bit about the movie, um, the standalone Joker film. And he said, oh, it's like a darker joke. It's like a dark Joker. How as a kid, he had a permanent smile and everyone made fun of him. He goes on to talk. It's like, and he says it's like on the streets of a Brooklyn type place and very dark and everything like that. Um, does that, I would hardly call that official, but does that interest you at all, Zach, the way it's described there? I mean, this is, I guess, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's very vague describing it. So I guess the main parts of that is seeing Joker as a kid and it being very dark. And I'm okay with it being dark and I'm okay with it seeing him as a kid. So yeah, that sounds interesting to me. Yeah, I think some people probably wouldn't want the, you know, who are against the origin wouldn't want to see him as a kid, although they could just reference it. That could right. be the equivalent of Heath Ledger's Joker talking about how he got the scars. Yeah. Uh, this kid, this, whoever this new Joker could say, well, as a kid, I was, you know, had a permanent smile and kids made fun of me or, and he could just change the story every time. So um, I could see why that sounds weird. I could see why it sounds cool. Uh, I think it's going to come down to the execution when and if we ever see this film. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. And make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.